Last time on Real Politic. So, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, we should probably wrap up soon. And um... Sure, the one thing you did promise us was Copper Comrade. Oh, fucking hell. All right, give me a minute and I'll think of like a handful of names. Okay, so, like... okay. Uh, but I haven't. Oh, fucking, I'll like poke Tom and like, we could be like, Tom, what do you think of this answer? All right, let me think. Of that. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any who dissent. Who are the hard left, Chris? Well, we know who the hard left are. In the you know, ascendancy I, I, within, the, within the Labour Party who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were all right, too right wing. The hard left agenda, printing money. Nationalisation without compensation, hard left wing position, hard left, the 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 hard yeah, okay. We've got we've got this formidable list of, uh, okay. of amazing... Let's blast for it. Let's do it. All right, let's go from the start then. So, the first on our list of... So... Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not at my best as a presenter at this point in the day. But... Come on, Chris Tarrant, come on. All right, let's go. Hey, guys, it's time for some game theory. <laughs> yes, it, it's cop or comrades. I... I Literally using the same jokes as I used it like two episodes ago. It's time for some game theory. We've got Coppel Comrade, and we're going to be doing a special edition of Coppel Comrade where we look at the various left groupings throughout Britain. So, first on our list, we have the. Oh, by the way, I'll just point out usually in Coppel Comrade, me, Tom, and Yair decide whether the people are cops or comrades. As Tom is asleep and Yair is doing whatever in America, democracy has been suspended and I will be making the final call. I shall be writing a critical piece on this in grassroots <laughs> This is the Landsmanite takeover of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just sh- shutting out all the, all the trots. Tom, Tom was too asleep to hear me call him a trot. Alright, yeah, so democracy has been suspended. However, I haven't necessarily heard of every single group on this list (laughs) (laughs) so i will not necessarily be qualified to make the final decision on each one of them okay so first of all on our list we have the alliance for workers liberty awl state but not our state (laughs) cops um cops yeah yeah yeah, cops and um these guys they come within the umbrella of scottish labour young socialists don't they we have a whole one (laughs) which is actually 50 percent of the scottish membership of the awl (laughs) (laughs) but i would just like to say that the awl are absolutely remarkable and that they've had the right line on the labour leadership they've been absolutely central in obtaining key positions and momentum you know they've been fairly critical in like fairly central to the entire Momentum project, and yeah. they've not been able to get more than 200 members. 
My problem with the AWL is like, alright, so I'm sectarian. They are fucking ultra-sectarian. Like, if an AWL candidate was going up against a Blairite candidate, I mean, they'd have the same stances on foreign policy, but I'd support the AWL candidate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, obviously, if they were, like, both... If this, if this is within the Labour Party, not if they're, like, running a candidate against Labour. No, no, I think, I think what's also important to consider is whenever, like, there's an undemocratic selection, but if the AWL's preferred candidate, they're absolutely silent. This is an organisation that has built its kind of, like, place in the Labour Party by moaning about undemocratic practices, which is controlled by a kind of, like, undemocratic central committee with yeah. a kind of like eighty year old man on it who writes poetry about fucking his mum. Like this, <laughs> this is not a democratic organisation. No place, you know, it is a no place to like lecture about Stalinism and democracy in the labour movement. The minute these these cultists like label you as a Stalinist for rejecting their kind of weird politics, like you know, you should consider it a mark of honour. <laughs> They're bizarre, just like a bunch of socialists who really like imperialism. Yeah. And, so and ultimately, the, the police bureaucracy that control them uh, is undemocratic. So yeah. I think it's important to note, though, you know, um, the first woman leading the Met. You know, it's great that the AWO now have a woman leader. So as the sole member of the steering committee of this edition of Cop or Comrade, I am unanimously declaring that the AWL are cops. <laughs> Alright, so next on our list we have Socialist Action. Take it over from here, guys, because I know fuck all about these guys. So Socialist Action, they not used to run, like, King Livingston's, like, yeah, uh, GLC, yeah. and then oh, his later mail yeah. campaign, and they're the group... Yeah, um, Simon Fletcher and Neil Coleman used to be part of these guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right, and they all used to call each other by code names, which were specifically named after different kinds of birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and basically Simon Fletcher just filled up Corbyn's office with all his fucking socialist action cronies. <laughs> My personal vote is for Comrade, but... but... I guess the big issue here, though, is 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 China and the fact that they all love China. Uh, yeah, who's the leader that works so for the Chinese government? Is it... I can't remember. Ross? Sean Ross? John, John Ross? Ross John, John Ross, Ross yeah. So, John Ross is their, like, big economist who now works in a Chinese university and, and spends most of his time just dispensing kind of uncritical commentary on how great the Chinese government is. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess we can go with a kind of mix. Mate. Well, my my well, vote would be for a mix of kind of comrades, but also Chinese cops. <laughs> but I, I guess you really have to ask the fundamental question as to, like, the, in the battle over the British state is a Chinese cop your comrade. <laughs> It always gets into these kind of, like, dense, metaphysical sort of <laughs> formulations. <laughs> like, but if such and such is a cop, and the cop is truly a socialist, then what is socialism? So it's like, what? Um, so that's always a hazard. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna probably say cop for, for these guys again, because for, because the two former members of Socialist Action whose names I know have both quit Corbyn's office. Yeah, a solid metric. Next, we have the Socialist Party, formerly known as the Militant Tendency. Um, comrades. Comrades, because the state would never fund something so incompetent. <laughs> I actually think that they're comrades as well, because, like, 
anyone who really fucks off Neil Kinnock. (laughs) 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 It's like spot on. Ben was right to back them, if only just to fucking like just make the Labour right just shit their pants in anger. um, The photo of Peter Taff talking (laughs) at the NHS demo where they like the Socialist Party uploaded a photo of him of Dear Leader on like the main stage and someone else just posted the photo of him just standing on like you know a soapbox talking to like three people Uh... fair play to the guy no matter the crowd he will speak (laughs) but yeah i kind of think that it's almost like socialists should have a bit of retrospective solidarity with militant even if we don't necessarily agree with all their trot politics simply because they were cracked down on by the Labour right as a kind of proxy for the left. So when Neil Kinnock was making it clear that people who supported the aims and values of the militant tendency were anathema to his Labour Party, what he was saying was that the Benites who might appear at the same rally as a militant person were also anathema to his movement and his party. So that would be my reason, even though I have differences in perspective with them, for um, putting forth the case, I think, that militant were comrades. I don't know about the Socialist Party now, though. I kind of think anyone who's still in them is probably just annoying as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's just, like, it's not the fucking 80s anymore. Like, (laughs) come on. What's their slogan now? Like, defend Corbyn, don't vote for him. Um... What? (laughs) Great fucking stuff. How could you not be inspired by that? I don't know, it's just like, say, if, if in, like, some kind of armed revolution, they're like, take up arms, but don't fire them. <laughs> take up arms, defend Peter Taff. Um, <laughs> defend the full printing press we still own. Would you guys agree with that? What do you make, do, what do you think? Because uh, I guess we're talking about the Socialist Party now, rather than militant, as it used to be. So I don't know. Do you think that they're cops now? I don't know. I don't think they've been infiltrated to the same extent that like the CPUSA is, mm. because I think they they pose like a fairly potential threat back in the day. But the reason they don't pose a threat anymore isn't due to like state interference. It's just due to like them not being very useful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the only time I've really encountered them is, I think, at a couple of Corbyn rallies last year when they were selling their papers, as you'd expect. There were a few trot factions there. There was the SWP, obviously, Mm. who, I I mean, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I had a bit of... um, a bit of an awkward thing where like a, a sort of middle-aged lady came up to me and was like do you want to sign our send blair to the hog petition and i was like you're damn right i do hand me that pen right there and i got <laughs> signing it i was signing this petition and then i just looked in the corner of the page and i saw socialist worker and i, I just like literally like my heart just jumped because i was like i've done something problematic and so, so i just started like i just I started scribbling my name and contact details off this SWP petition. Your name became Jack Frayne McTernan. Uh... <laughs> and they were like, why are you doing this? What are you doing? And I was just like, I don't really um agree with the SWP. Um, and then I, I, I can't remember how I really, I think I really upset them because they like went off. And then I sort of explained to my friends I was with, I was like, oh, just fucking SWP, classic SWP tactics, trying to lure you in with not telling you who they are. And then they were like, that's really offensive to me. 
Like, I'm really upset by that. Why are you attacking me? I didn't I didn't come here to be attacked or something. Wood, oh, Woodgate. Woodgate, dark fruits. So when I was, like, young, we used to get, like, a three-litre bottle of Woodgate and drink it in the park or under a bridge in Glasgow. And, you know, it turned out perfectly well. I did the same, and I've turned it fucked up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, generally, if I like turned out well, I mean, I generally avoided all of the kind of Trotskyist sects. No, this is, this is a fun recording session. Anyway, like it's getting progressively more just like unhinged <laughs> <laughs> as we're doing this sectarian couple comrade. All right, how many more have we got? We've got the RCG Red Front. Fucking hell, we've got loads, yeah, actually. Um, Let's just fire through them quickly. Right, so the RCG, what do we make of these guys? Well, they, they're interesting because you do some fairly good things organising like with migrant workers. They also support Scottish independence. I think they're, almost, oh, I I think they're, almost, they're the ones that are supported by Libya, aren't they? By, by Libya? Yeah, so... Um, Is that, that not us? <laughs> I've looked at the funds and the money that we've got from Muammar. I don't really, I can't really gauge it. But no, so I'm sure the RCG got a fuck ton of money from. So it might be the Workers' Revolutionary Party. I thought that was it. Or the... oh, okay. One of them yeah. got a fuck ton of money from Karo Gaddafi, having like I mean, like 20 members. The inexplicably yeah. office in like central London. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're part funded by Mugabe, but still, that's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Is that the advertisements at the front of your podcast? <laughs> the, the, hard, the hard left, the hard, 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 hard left. All right, so we've got the RCG. I vote for cops. I vote cop. Okay, the cops. Red Front Republic. What do we make of them? I don't know who they are. Do you not know the Red Front? I do not know who they are. I don't know. I know they're, they're about six so. guys in Glasgow that just turn up with red flags everywhere. Also support Scottish independence. They run, you know what, Red London, the Facebook page. Oh, what is that then? No, they run oh. a similar <laughs> page called Red Glasgow. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is a bunch of guys from Scotland running Red London? No. Um, <laughs> but again, like, Red Front Republic, I think it's another group that are incompetent to be state. Yeah. Yep. Comrades. Yeah, I'm going for comrades. I'd, I'd, I, I would go on a demo with them. Okay. Yeah, comrades, because I've like never heard of them before yeah. this. I don't think. Next, we have a bunch of uh, little slugs. I think I call them Scottish Labour young uh, <laughs> cops. Something like <laughs> so, something to that oh, effect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> state. I always say cops. Cops. No, yeah. I, I don't trust myself. Um, psyops, did, man. did you get your check through from the Sturgeon Because <laughs> I am I am rolling in it. Um I am on that Butte House Cash. I've just went out <laughs> for a four pack of Woodgate Dark Fruit Cider. Um <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, pure psyops, man. Pure fucking psyops. Pure men who stare at goats kind of shit. <laughs> Just so it's on the record. But when some fucking nerd, like, eventually... Because, you know, it, one day we're going to have our own nerds who are, like, as obsessive about our podcast as I am about, like, semi-official Velvet Underground live releases or something. Someone's going to you know, go through and, like, just add up a list, like, who's ever been declared a cop and a comrade, like, on this show. And and I wouldn't want it if Scottish Labour, Young Slugs, I mean, Socialists, went on the wrong, no, the wrong I, list there. I, I think, think we're comrades. We know we're comrades. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to, as the one person who has a vote in this scenario... 
I'm going to say you guys are comrades. Oh, I'm touched. Yay! You always say that when I'm fucking sticking my boot in your face! <laughs> <laughs> you English punt! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just in, in my accustomed role as the, um, as the Imperial Overlord. Um, <laughs> yeah, did you ever see the video of Ed Miliband coming to Glasgow and a guy came around on a bike and played the Imperial theme from Star Wars? <laughs> Man, oh so, next we have Rise. That was Goldberg, by the way. Well, okay, like, you know, like... uh, do we detract from our old Rise statements where we used to call them cops, or do we like... I'm going for comrades with Rise. I'm going for comrades as well. So what's with the change of stance here? Fundamentally, I, I still think that they have the complete wrong strategy, but I also think, I think that they are politically sincere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I believe that I politically probably have much more in common with someone in Rise than I do with John McTernan. Yeah, I'd, so, I'd <laughs> yeah. Like stop, stop campaigning for a second independence referendum, but unlike the Labour right, you're not a racist slug. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Solidarity. So I, I yeah. would go with comrades, even yeah. if like comrades with like absolutely wild strategies. Um, and I, I, I and then, with... this, you know, this is coming from two guys in the Scottish Labour Party, so take it with a pinch of salt. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> As this is another Scottish issue, I'm gonna ab- abstain, just take a step back, which means that nobody voted. On that one. <laughs> Next, yeah. we have. The Workers' Revolutionary Party. Neither the Libyan state. Yeah. Is, this is a Libyan state. I've been told by somebody on Twitter today, after the old man came up and gave us their paper. So I, I asked on Twitter, like, what's the deal with these guys? And somebody like they they have a record on like sexual uh, violence that would make Comrade Delta blush Gee. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, it sounds like a bunch of fucking wrong-uns. Who's that um, Jerry guy? Jerry Healy. About? Yeah, I think he might be them. Yeah, that's right. Did he not come on the Daily Politics and defend ISIS? <laughs> if he wants to go on a show and defend ISIS, we have the perfect podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in terms of the Workers' Revolutionary Party's electoral performance, um, yeah. from 0.0 in 1974 to 0.01 in 1979. What's that like? 10,000 votes for socialism. <laughs> and since then, they've had 0.0. <laughs> God, yeah, I mean, it just seemed like this this sort of slightly, like, doddery old guy, and, like, he was like, that's one thing, if you look at this picture of our demonstration, we don't have any young people, so it'd be great if you came along on Thursday. I'm like, mm. <laughs> he's like, it's a proper debate, oh, not look. like in the Labour Party or anything. I'm like, okay. Can we cheer this? The WRP were one of the Trotsky sex expelled from the Labour Party. Oh, really? <laughs> Given my earlier stance on militant, now this is a bit of a conflicting issue, because I've got a strong cop feeling from this lot. Also, the weird thing is that their paper, so it's like 12 pages long, and of the last four pages, two of them are TV listings and two of them are sport. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. If you look at... Um... <gasps> I put TV listings in the socialist paper! <laughs> I know. No, no, if you look at... Um... <laughs> if you look at Labour Party Young Socialist papers from the 60s, 
It was called Keep Left, and it's like the most aesthetically pleasing Trotsky's paper I've ever seen. They had like, a huge sports section. No, nice. They not only reported like mainstream football, but also like, how well the Trotsky's athletic clubs were doing. <laughs> so, on this issue, I'm going to have to go cops. I mean, I'll go cop as well. I, I mean, you know, the relationship with Olivia should make them comrades, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait, is this Gaddafi Libya or post Gaddafi Libya? <laughs> post Gaddafi Libya, just like some like ISIS offshoot has just been bankrolling them for several years now. You know, like if you're gonna support ISIS, cop. Yeah. So they, oh yeah, they actually do, don't they? Yeah, that Jerry, what's his name? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know who else supports ISIS? The British state. Um, <laughs> you know who else supports ISIS according to Labour MP Graham Jones? <laughs> Owen Jones. One hundred percent cop. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. I think the WRP are um, big time cops, <laughs> despite their, in my view, principled stance on setting up a caliphate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next we have another bunch of little slugs. The Labour Party. Oh, cops. Cops. (laughs) Cops. They run candidates for police commissioners, like, cops. Do you actually know in the new Momentum Constitution there's a reserved place for Labour officials? But this includes, like, MPs, MSPs, MEPs, and Labour police commissioners. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's a reserved place in the Momentum National Committee for cops. The Landsmanite takeover just gets worse and worse. I'm a trot now. <gasps> but then I'd also be a cop. So it's just either way, you're just going to end up in bed with some cops. That's what I'm getting from this being on my left thing. Before you interject with one more, I can't remember actually the name of the organisation that runs this paper, but we've neglected. Is it the Daily Worker? Oh. The Weekly Worker. Um, the CP? I think it was an offshoot from the CP. But it's these guys, and they've got very, very good commentary on, like, Marxist splits. But my favourite thing about them is it's about six guys, five of whom are MI5, and um, <laughs> one of them is just an idiot. But they actually change the line of the organisation in order to recruit specific individuals. Right, so it's CPGB, PCC, which is the Communist Party of Great Britain Provisional Central Committee. Yeah, that's him. Oh, I was going to be a police commission. They've got an online readership of 20,000 a week, and they print 500 copies a week. I mean, genuinely, if you actually want to keep up with weird splits within the far left in Britain, they're the paper to read. Oh, yeah, it says they supported Jeremy Corbyn in his campaign to be leader yeah, of the Labour what? Party. But that was the consensus view on the radical left, wasn't it? Like, in 2015, actually, some communists are like, uh, no, I think Yvette Cooper is really the... <laughs> so, I argue that on the basis... Right, so, I'm going to argue that they're comrades on the basis that they publish deeply critical articles on Solidarnosc or whatever it was in Poland. <laughs> Solidarnosc. Is this the PCC one? PCC. Comrade. Okay. Okay, they're com- they're comrade. I-, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> abstain. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna abstain like I'm Clive Lewis and it's a major issue of foreign policy. <laughs> Alright, we've got next the SWP. Together. Three. Two, one, cops, cops, cops. <laughs> just, just pure fucking 
dirty nonsense, just the worst of the worst. They just... hang around our university. Uh-huh. None of them are so actual strong. students. It's just an old man and his wife. Ugh. Yeah, they fucking with a kafayas on, like asking like young kids to sign a petition against racism. <laughs> Guys, guys, once we get to 900 signatures, we're going to abolish political whiteness. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You sign this show, Theresa May, you're not happy about racism. (laughs) Sort it out about the racism, the Tories' policy of being racist. (laughs) Once we get Andy Burnham and the Shadow Secretary of State for racism, things are going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, have not got much time for the SWP. I think that we should uh, sever them completely from our politics. Agreed. Like all cops. Yeah, just pure police. Are you just like hitting something? I think that was a can. Oh, right. Yeah, I was just like trying to squeeze the last yeah. remnants of dark fruit. So there was a couple was, like, of like milliliters. <laughs> I'm going to open the other one. <laughs> Let's push on. We've only got um, four left. All right, so next we have the IMT, the uh, non-international Marxist tendency, the national Marxist tendency. IMT are an interesting one. Now, this is the group that had uh, Malala Yousafzai as a member, if I'm correct, in Pakistan. Yeah. This is also the group that had a split in Pakistan last year and lost two-thirds of their gold (laughs) membership. Right. So the international Marxist tendency actually came from the militant, if I'm right, fairly well, and they had a large section in Latin America, a large section in Spain, a large section in France, Pakistan, they were particularly strong, and literally every single one of those countries I've just mentioned have all split from them. (laughs) But now they've just got six guys in Glasgow Uni. (laughs) So on the basis that they've been very helpful with the Bryce Belton Piss Pig Grandad for Rector campaign at Glasgow University. Was literally just going to ask about that, yeah. How's that going? It's going okay. I don't think we're going to win. As I've stated before, I do think in the interests of democracy and an open debate... There should be an ISIS candidate on the ballot. There is. Milo's running. <laughs> <laughs> it is our sad no, 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 duty. No, Milo is not the ISIS candidate. It's Vince Cable. <laughs> uh, Vince Cable has defected to ISIS. <laughs> I told you about that British state. Um, <laughs> Vince Cable is running on a platform of tuition fees, a caliphate, uh, <laughs> and extra student support. Um, <laughs> and mental health. <laughs> yeah. And a fatwa on Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So the campaign's going well then. It's going good, yeah. I mean, like, the fucking the nonce fans ripped her posters down the other day. Oh, nonsense. Like, we, ah. <laughs> nonsense is good nonce. But, you know, I mean, I think we stand a reasonable chance of splitting the fucking burn it all down vote and stop yeah. Milo from winning. So I think it's good. I mean, like, you know, hopefully the fact that he's out there fighting ISIS, I mean, a lot of people 
aren't huge fans of ISIS. So, like, even if they don't necessarily share Piss Pig Grandad's politics, they might agree with his stance on killing ISIS. Yeah, I'm hoping so, because, you know, Piss Pig has spent the past year fighting ISIS. Milo has spent his past year fighting pronouns. You know, <laughs> the best bit is that when Grace arrives at Glasgow University, he's just going to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've just got to hope that in the Racker Offensive, Piss Pig Grandad kills Vince Cable before Vince can kill him. <laughs> I fucking, like, Brace Belden is a fucking hero. Yeah. And it is unbelievable. And, yeah, he's more than a meme. Like, the guy is, you know, an actual, like, Orwell-level like hero of, like, the left. Orwell-level hero. Reads all well, mate. Read some effing Belden. <laughs> I'm going to have a profile called Belden Fan. Listen to that effing episode of Chapo he was on. <laughs> no, I, I like his pig granddad. I think he's a funny guy. Post some pictures of some, some very good boys, some good That's dogs, true. some Dog. good cats, some nice animals, some cool stuff. And I do like his commitment to just... Just tweeting bullshit, despite being in fucking Syria. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to admire that commitment. So it's got to be conference. Me and Alistair ran into Duncan Hoversall. Oh, that guy. Yeah, one of that the most like great. prolific like right wing trolls in Scottish Labour. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of Blairite odd. Yeah. So we went up to him. We had a, a number of pints, but it said to him, "Listen, <laughs> you know, we're all one Labour here." We disagree with your politics, but we admire your commitment to being always online. <laughs> where, where were we? Who, who, who is a cop? Yeah, sorry, who are we talking about? I, I, who are we even? Oh, I am Comrade. Comrade. Comrade, okay. Okay, the next we got the FRFI. Is that fight racism, fight imperialism, yep. you said? Yep. Are they the group that pronounced the Labour Party to be the central pillar of British imperialism? I think it is, yeah. Okay, Comrade. <laughs> 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 I was just going to say, well, if you look at history. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I would say Comrade too. So. <laughs> comrade. Next up, we've got <laughs> London Young Labour. <laughs> <laughs> or as I believe they're known, the Metropolitan Police. Um, now, these guys are really the central pillar of British imperialism. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just bizarre. Like, there's that one weird guy with the 4.5%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Avatar. <laughs> Shout out to Benjamin Butterworth, actually. Benjamin yeah, Butterworth. I, you know, I also want to just shout out to all of the bouncers <laughs> at, <laughs> at, at Walkabout Bars. <laughs> Can we do it? For the great job, uh, completely unrelated to Benjamin Butterworth, but just for the great job they do of keeping their clients safe. <laughs> Well, you know, it was tragic. You know, Butterworth went in there. He was like, guys, I've lost my third spare bow tie. What the fuck am I going to do? And what, yeah, you know, the um, Corbyn Easter brutes at the door. Yeah. So much for the kind of gentler politics. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the Daily Star. Have you read his articles in the Star, Jack? I think I've been sent them and I've clicked them and gone, ha, and sort of, you know, in that thing where I wouldn't actually read them, but I'm aware that he's written bad articles for really the Daily Star. He deserves a Pulitzer. <laughs> I read his article in The Independent after he ate at Byron Burgers after they deported all their migrant workers and everyone was like, you're a slug and a toad. And then he wrote an article in The Independent about how everyone was bullying him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just eat at Byron Burgers. Like, he tweeted about being in it with himself. It was like, great home office policy. <laughs> 
reprehensible. Yeah. So, you know, like, so who got elected this year? So was it Lara McNeil? She got elected. Fraser Watt, <laughs> he was elected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, is Santiago um... elected? I think he was. Good. Okay, so there's at least a handful of solid people who've been elected. Yeah, and they're going to suffer for the next year, aren't they? But on yeah. the basis of who won the elections, I think we have to be quite clear with this. London Young Labour, cops. Cops. Cops, as a <laughs> member of London Young Labour. As someone is there in the Facebook group. <laughs> so many of my friends who just blatantly do not live in London are members of a Facebook group. How did you get <laughs> Freddie Seal. just to keep up on what the cops are saying pretty much like just every leftist from around the country is a member of London Young Labour it's important like trying to understand capitalism you have to read the FT and the LYL Facebook (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean I would I would have to agree I mean I think the Facebook page is just a never ending torrent of just reactionary bullshit with occasionally Fraser Watt piping in, like, actually, here's something that's true and reasonable. And then everyone else is like, fuck off, Fraser, you cunt. <laughs> and, just, and they just go right back to, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, like I went to Liverpool for the Labour Party conference this year and tragically had to go to the Labour Students Disco. Oh, no. The first site I walked in on was Ian Murray dancing. <laughs> it was absolutely horrific. But they started, like, doing the Tony, Tony, Tony chant. So it's great though because as of last year, twenty sixteen, we finally have like a, a coherent response, a coherent two syllable response where they go Tony, 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 yeah, chill, cop, chill, What you really need is an equally sizable Benite contingent. So you've got the ultra <laughs> Ben fans in one corner of the room, the ultra Blairites in and the other room. And we're just chanting Tony all... and Harmon. Yeah, they're all just chanting the same thing. It's a way to bring the Labour Party <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, that is the Labour Party. <laughs> as long as the music's loud and no one can actually talk to each other and hear each other's political views. So I would, I'm afraid I would have to nominate the organisation of which I am part London Young Labour for the position of cop. <laughs> so we've got one more on the list here. And then just before we go, because we, you know, now we're on a roll, we have to very quickly look at the names I noted down from earlier. But we've got the Socialist Labour Party as our final Scargo. one on this list. Scargo, Comrade. Comrade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Scargill came out and said mean things about Corbyn recently, but I mean, he's about, like, a hundred years old and, like... Jeremy Reeves, like, went from, like, being a CP member and leading, like, the UCF working to writing the Sun column. Like, it kind of, you know, it happens. I also think, fundamentally, like, the way in which Scargill's been written into history is a disgrace. Yeah, absolutely. I think, obviously, when it comes down to the historical issues, he is the boy. Yeah. 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 As somebody else who is clearly the boy... Our good friend Seamus Milne has written extensively about... So can we write Scargill in as comrade on a police pension? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's the issue. It's the Socialist Labour Party, and I don't know what the rest of that party is. No, about. there is no rest of that party. Was it not just Scargill's book? Oh, OK. Yeah, all right, then, comrade. Uh, Scargill. Yeah. OK, and then very briefly, the names that we noted down are Three Toms, 
So we noted down Tom Harris, cop. who's obviously cop. a cop, yeah. Cop. He's just a McTernan, isn't he? Just a Tory who oh. writes for a Tory the paper. A McTernan, yeah. He's like, when McTernan, you know, couldn't write for the Telegraph anymore, Tom Harris took up his space, so, you know, <laughs> come on. I mean, what, I wonder what happened with McTernan, how he, he stopped writing his regular Telegraph. Yeah. Tom Harris was once asked, I think in a BBC Daily Politics interview, why he was still a member of the Labour Party, and he said, for a laugh. <laughs> yeah, on a, a fairly fundamental level, I actually agree with. Um, <laughs> Next, we've got Tom at Malays Forever. Comrade. Comrade. My favourite. Ah, oh, he's great. I've got to say, like, in terms of contextualising my politics within the Labour Party, Tom has been very influential for me. Yeah. That whole sort of that hardline Labour left perspective, like, Tom's been very influential in shaping that for me and, um, Providing me with great videos to watch on YouTube. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent. And Tom Gann, we've got Tom on here. Gann as well. out of 10. Absolute comrade. Love him. And one day he'll run again as an MP, and he'll get in this time and straight into the shadow cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> and you... Tom Gann for fucking leader. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine the Scottish Labour Young Socialist campaign day? We're going to do him what was it Norwich? Um... <laughs> Tom currently living in Seville in Spain. We're gonna um, replace yeah. George Melius as international secretary of uh, <laughs> Labour. <laughs> yeah, he's a cop. Next, we've got Simon Hedges in our yeah. little mini list. Too. I, I would say that Simon, you know, we've got we've had a lot of political criticisms, but fundamentally, we're all Labour. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think <laughs> Simon Hedges is a great comrade. Yeah, I think that we have some political disagreements, but you know, like one step plan for a Labour government. <laughs> Um, any friend of Paul Gobineau is a friend. So, I mean... Tom's just started snoring, thought I'd update you on that. Um, Tom, Tom say a word this entire podcast. <laughs> I know. Has he... I think he, like, said hi to you. And then I, like, conducted the entire interview. <laughs> oh, well. Um, he, he was genuinely sitting next to me for quite a lot of it. His head just kept drooping down and his eyes were just showing. <laughs> it's, it's always been the way with Tom, but, you know, we, we love him for it. But Simon, who of course is a real person, is just like, you know, a great titan of journalism. You may not agree with his politics, but he's absolutely sincere about it, and I don't think anyone should doubt yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I think people have got to stop questioning Simon Hedge's motivations. Or else he might end up quitting social media. We wouldn't um, want that. I had, um, I was at a family gathering last night, and my uncle, who had had quite a few beers, went on a rant. Well, not a rant, just a kind of like stream of consciousness about how great Polly Toynbee is. <laughs> it was the crack pipe just hanging out of his mouth. You know, because you want to be polite and civil, but it was potentially the most difficult thing for me to ever bear. Um, like... <laughs> SDP terrible guardian column. Yeah, I just, I just kept shouting at him. Nineteen eighty three. Yeah, <laughs> splitting the Labour vote, yeah. letting a Tory MP in. Nice one, Polly. Like, yeah, the gang of four recently showing up again. Well, the three that are horribly not dead. Yeah, Jess like... came out with the perfect response, which was, uh, not a great band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, so the next on our list here, we've got a big figure in Scottish politics, and even in American politics. It's your friend Emily Robinson. Oh, right, so um, Emily has been a great addition to Slice over the past year. You know, I don't know where we'd be without her, so I'm going to go... 
the ultra left line on Twitter. The, uh, the DSA are awful and reformist um, <laughs> and that we should not engage with the American public because they are awful and reformist <laughs> and you know, from my, my computer chair only reading the state and revolution out loud forever will bring about the uh, revolution <laughs> so call <laughs> this is where I get to do my balancing act where when my friends on the sort of like on commie Twitter are like oh the DSA bunch of reformist pussies I'm just like huh, yeah cuh, they don't know anything about uh, anti-imperialism do they the suckers but then I'm also like hey come on the show guys it's a delicate balancing act that's all I'll say no Emily um, is a comrade Liam like she is your fucking comms officer on your committee yeah like you should not call her a cop <laughs> <laughs> I thought this entire last hour was being edited out. Um, she's definitely a comrade. No, she's very good. <laughs> also, people been building the left and end, but uh, so you know, come on, like. All right, we've got two more people I've written down here, and then I think we will have to call it a night. So next is a Titanic figure in Scottish politics. No, it's not John McTurnan. <laughs> it is Ruth Davidson. Oh, well, that cop. What like, cop? Yeah. Like, literally, right. right. She rides a tank. <laughs> I backed Ken McIntosh for the leader of our party. But I understand that, <laughs> that Ruth won on the Democratic mandate. And... What? <laughs> 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 I think this is like some Scottish Labour banter, but I'm not getting. Because you don't feel like it. Okay, cop. Who's the next one? She is a cop because she's a Tory. Like, if they haven't got it by now, they should know that there is never going to be a Blairite or Tory or Liberal politician who we won't call a cop on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Our next and final is Stephen Edmondson. Oh! oh! So Stephen Edmondson, also known as... Pudding Plus Rosa. Pudding Plus Rosa. Shannon Tatum fans. Friends of Pudding. Yeah. Can I just say Stephen, comrade, Pudding, comrade, Rosa, comrade. Ooh. Yes, I thought I thought for a second there you were gonna say Rosa, cop. I was like, what what's Rosa done to deserve this? Right, right, okay. I think that pudding takes up way too much of the camera. <laughs> I think that I'm gonna go Stephen, comrade, Rosa, comrade, pudding, cop. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm afraid you're directly contravening the officially established policy of the Real Politic podcast, which I believe in episode five or something, we said we said that pudding was a comedy. So, <laughs> n- n- nah, you're, you're wrong. Political priorities. exactly so i'm afraid i am not gonna let that one slide but i what i do love is yeah i mean i think they do probably dote on pudding a little bit because because he's small and fluffy and and crazy and and um he's my my background on my phone (laughs) 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 
<laughs> it's a picture of him with his mouth open where he's just going like, <laughs> it's just, I don't know what he's doing. I've still not met any of Yeah, no, Stephen promised me a date where I'd get to meet his cats, mm. so. Yeah, but I, what I love is, is the juxtaposition of pudding and Rosa. Just there's Rosa, who's this kind of wise older cat. She's very sort of stately and... Mm. Uh, Poised. I it's don't know. the Alistair and Liam um, dynamic, isn't it? <laughs> and then Pudding is just this little kind of like mad ball of fluff who's just like, ah! They're all great, but. Uh, on this note, we should also acknowledge that Stephen also recently just posted a tweet of a, a fridge on a bike going across a river, which he captioned like a fridge biked over troubled water. <laughs> Wasn't he quite disappointed when that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't put that in well. I like, the greatest I... tweet that I've seen in years. <laughs> the greatest tweet since Graham Jones said to Owen Jones, <laughs> "Oh, so torturing and killing kids is fine with you as long as it's the Iranian government or ISIS. I'll stick with the UN, you Iranian hangmen." <laughs> 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 the greatest tweet since Luke Akehurst said Russia <laughs> <laughs> In terms of like greatest tweets like, there's also like obviously the Clive Lewis one where he calls uh, West Wing I jumped, jumped up hard <laughs> <laughs> Or um, John McDonnell it's time for socialist North and South <laughs> to, to unite against our real enemy the corrupt exploitative capitalist system <laughs> Greatest tweet. I think that message that John McDonnell has left us with is probably a good place to end this this fabulous <laughs> extravaganza we've had. Three hours. It's gonna take me ages to edit. It might end up being multiple episodes, but still, it's gonna be tight. No episode. Isn't it? <laughs> it's gonna eventually, be released. No, listen. Um, we should chat and not record it, so we can say what we really think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's been an absolute yeah, pleasure. Mate. It's been phenomenal. Yeah, man, it's been awesome. It's been great to have the two of you. And sadly, I haven't got Tom to join me in, in <laughs> signing the show out. I thought it was too good to be true. I was like, yeah, we could. Once we get off the line with Tim, we could like easily talk to these guys. But I'm an insomniac. Tom is. Not. (laughs) So, Liam and Alistair, it's been fantastic to talk to you guys about Scottish Labour Young Socialists, about Scottish Labour in general, about Labour in general, and cops, and all the the great, and pudding, and (laughs) (laughs) trots, and all all this stuff. Yeah, it's been been great, guys. Like, uh, I I hope you've you've had an excellent time, and thanks for talking to me till (laughs) 3am. Thank you so much. Have a good one. It's been quite a time. Alright, you guys have a great one. I'll see you later. pretty big news we've we've had in the last couple of days to say that uh all right so a lot has changed since we recorded the episode you've just been listening to for a start tom's awake (laughs) (laughs) yeah i remember remember waking up at like was it like four or five o'clock in the morning and you would just finish the corner i was like whoa what's what's going on you're just like hey we've just been talking for like hours and stuff i was like oh okay yeah (laughs) we we talked until 3 a.m i think (laughs) jesus christ
Um, I mean, I think it shows in the episode, like, it just descends in a good way. But, like, yeah. it, sort of, it stays, but, like, the and longer you... you go on, it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah, <laughs> the, and I mean, like, the first episode that was kind of evident in this episode you've just listened to is it's extremely evident the sort of fucking state that everyone was in because <laughs> <laughs> they've been are... out drinking wouldn't they they've been out drinking we'd been, been hanging and... out <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah and a few things in the scottish lady young socialist episode have dated for a start um alistair is no longer co-chair of Scottish Labour Young Socialists. Not like he's resigned in acrimonious circumstances or anything. Like his, his term just, like, ran out. He's, he, you know, uh, he's still repping the Slice organisation. Um, Piss Pig Grandad didn't become rector of Glasgow University, sadly. But oh, I he's cruelly so. defeated. It was horrible. <laughs> but like, some... he, he got on board with it as well. Like, uh... I know. Yeah, it's, but I mean, somebody, like, fairly... All right, one, and it wasn't one of the ISIS candidates, Milo Yiannopoulos or Vince Cable, so that was good. <laughs> anyway. And now he's been banned off Twitter as well, like, what the fuck? He has. I mean, how, how many Nazis, how many uh, fucking TERFs are operating on Twitter? <laughs> uh, well, we'll save that for another episode, we'll, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> we like, haven't oh, got time God. to go into that. But <laughs> I guess the major event that's happened since we recorded this episode. In fact, since we recorded our last episode, um, in terms of when we recorded them, um, Theresa May announced a snap general election. <laughs> Here we. Here we. Here we fucking go. Right. Well, it's, it's the fucking best. Like, oh my <laughs> God. I am, I'm still in like this complete state of shock. Like, I'd... <laughs> finding out in the way that I did. I'd been writing all night. I was finishing like the last meditation. I finished it at like half eight in the morning. And so I went to bed at half eight, fell asleep about nine, got about an hour's sleep. My girlfriend comes back in and she's like, you're never fucking going to guess what. I was just <laughs> like, huh? I, I, at this point, there was like nothing behind my eyes. I was like, huh? And she was just like, is this going to be an election on the 8th of June? I was like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> and then, I was, yeah, uh... like, the, Unbelievable. The, the whole Twitter storm around the Real Politic podcast had just died down, and I was like, "Fucking hell! I can I can get some sleep." Uh, I and you know I did. I I had a fairly decent night's sleep. I woke up like about eleven, looked at my phone, and Theresa May had just announced an election. I was I was on uh, lunch break at work, I think, when I actually found out, and I just came off my break, and I was I was downstairs, kind of just going through all the kind of Twitter gossip and then just about to go upstairs back onto my shift. And I was just like, like customers coming and going, Oh, guess what? They've just announced an election, a general election. I guess another Tory landslide. So I'm just so angry just being like, Oh, fuck off you Tory cunts. Like, I'm just, <laughs> like, but like, of course I can't do it on. So I'm just like, oh, I'm just incredibly frustrated. But Deceiving. yes, yes, we have, a, we have a few Tories where I work. I work in a cafe and we have uh we have a few Tories come in, so I have to uh, too many. bite my tongue sometimes. But I don't think that will happen a lot in the coming weeks, <laughs> to say it's the gonna right be hard. It's going to be hard. A lot of people I saw on uh, like the Facebook page for my local pub, what a lot of people from my uni go to, everyone was saying, like, you know, uh, 
of course, like, our election night at the pub is, like, open to anyone of all different politics. And, you know, we need to be respectful and disagree. I'm like, no, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I cannot be in a space where I have to, like you know tolerate tories for like a fucking second <laughs> no in the, we don't start now and we're not going to continue <laughs> afterwards because like this is like the high point of civilized debate one day in yeah. like a month into this oh, fucking hell it's yeah, just i'm like, i'm just going to be so like worn out from being persistently angry online for so long draining isn't it no <laughs> break ever it's well, I mean, you've been really stepping up to the plate on the real politics Twitter account. <laughs> yes, I have. Wow. The, the, the As sheer, I so often do. The sheer volume of just sort of rapid rebuttals against the fucking <laughs> liberal slime in our media. Oh, well, um, they were com- they were coming out of the woodworks, weren't they? As soon as it was announced, they were like, "Right, that's it. Corbyn has to go now." Of any, you know, just like they were just getting in all the Corbyn attacks, like. Before we'd even started on the campaign, just like... Yeah, well, John Woodcock asked to be reselected by his constituency Labour Party, uh, but also said that he could never conscience electing a government with Jeremy Corbyn at the head of it. So, I mean, I... (laughs) Stand um, as an independent. Yeah. Go for a different party. If you don't want your party leader to be Prime Minister, don't stand for Labour. And don't follow me either like you did, you fucking cunt. (laughs) He can't fucking run. There's no way. He can't fucking run for the Labour Party now. Fucking toad. But, uh, like, you know, he just he just needs to go and fuck some of his favourite missiles. Like, get a, <laughs> get, get a cushy job in the nuke industry like Jamie Reed, the fucking snake. Um, just get his pick of the missiles. They'll take yeah. him through the warehouse. <laughs> you know, sort of a hovering advisory role. There's Acres there, like, buddy, they won't even let me fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... This election yeah. may be the most important since 1945, maybe? It, it, it might be. Um, and before I think before we briefly talk about why it's so important, uh, I think we should just say that a couple of Labour's big beasts have decided to step down. <laughs> Yadar Alan Johnson. Yadar Alan Johnson is, off, is going off to listen to his Bob Dylan collection, which is... Just Highway 61 revisited. <laughs> it's just like, you know, that's all he needs. Um, you know, and... sometimes I feel like a Rolling Stone. <laughs> Mate, you should write for the New Statesman. That is good. <laughs> you've, re- you've really uh, skewered Corbynism there. And, uh, I, you know, and maybe, you know, he might get cucked by another cop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also, but perhaps the biggest beast of all to have uh, departed the Labour benches is the Duke, Michael Duggar, has announced that he will not be standing for re-election. I mean, a moment's silence. A moment's silence. I think silence is expected from everyone here. For the political colossus behind Andy Burnham's leadership campaign. <laughs> Behind um, <laughs> writing articles for the Sun, slagging off Labour Party when he was supposed to be Shadow Culture Secretary, a uh, post he held for about three months uh, <laughs> before being sacked by Jeremy Corbyn for too much 
straight talking honest politics or as it's colloquially known being fucking shit at your job and being a cunt somehow <laughs> managing to have the worst eyebrows in the plp <laughs> yeah. like if you've seen them they're strange they're like uh, ben shapiro's so that same sort of like pointy <laughs> like sort of thick like preened but also like on his fat fucking head like <laughs> just so bizarre i loved your tweet calling him a conger-headed cunt <laughs> <laughs> get, but it turns out he won't be getting used to the back benches no no if a dude needs a high-flying shadow cabinet position or he <laughs> is out he is not gonna, <laughs> he is not going to be a humble back bencher of a dude who can hold back i mean what was it george eaton described him as yeah when you mess with dugger there's only one winner <laughs> oh no that was that was the text to harry cole yeah when he got yeah, sacked yeah. it was oh yeah when you fight with Duga, there's only one winner yeah but george eaton was like a principled man an internationalist <laughs> oh yeah and great company <laughs> it's like i mean george uh, sorry not george eaton michael duggar is an internationalist if you're if you like you count international as being like america like, he, he's constant like, intervention he's and on record as calling uh, like anti-war people like sort of stop war coalition uh more anti-west than anti-war and <sighs> you know so any, anybody like outside the west he's like fuck off oh didn't he say that like stop the war people that being pacifists as a whole thought the wrong side won in the cold war yeah it's like well where do you even start for one like if you're saying there was a winner of the Cold War, that kind of misses the point of the whole Cold War, which was it could snap and then all of society would be destroyed. And then to say that, like, anyone who then isn't in favour of, like, continual Western policy is, as he literally says, a communist. Like, fuck. Like, where do you even engage? It'll be missed. Where do you even engage with someone like that? We'll miss him dearly. I mean, you look at all the fucking journos that have come out, like, pouring their heart over him. I wonder fucking why. Yeah, all of a the sudden, they're contacting their contact, yeah. they've got to swipe out. Kevin Schofield's phone just ain't ringing as much as it used to be anymore. Like, where is he going to get, or Kevin Schofield, the politics home? Where is he going to get all his important scoops from? That's what I'm wondering. But anyway, let's move on from the Labour Party. And well, we can't do that. But let's move on from from the, the slugs who are resigning. Um, as Tom was saying, this election is incredibly important. Yeah. It is the clearest choice that has been presented to the British public for um, how many years? I think it's unprecedented. Like I think yeah. it's completely unprecedented. Like even. Yeah, even 45. In terms of the scale of it, it would have to be, like, as big, if not bigger than 45. But, like, now, for the amount of, like, grassroots work you'd have to do to pull this off, it's enormous. Because there's no support in the media. No. Yeah, it's, the odds are insurmountable, but it's we've just got to go for it it's you know i'm i'm literally just i'm, I'm about to i'm after this i'm going to be emailing my local party uh, kind of local party uh, chairman and just saying kind of like wherever you need me what you need me to do i i'm going to be there to help we need to kind of i'm even offering to kind of in the cafe i work in i'm even offering to kind of get some you know if you want to sort out some sort of community event or organization i can liaise with my manager we need to you know get into you know public places 
canvassing leafleting i'm just gonna be and even i i even had an email from um in the email he said if there's anyone who wants to stand as the candidate in warwick and lemmington please you know like (laughs) we we haven't even got a candidate like that it it is like literally so i'm i'm gonna be i don't really want to you know i mean i'd do it if you know no one else would put yourself if you've been asked yeah i i am willing we're asking you tom they call upon the real politics if, and if, we're, we're if also we are, going to endorse our comrade Alistair Craig for whatever seat he yes. decides to go for. I can't remember which constituency he's in. But Jim Murphy's, isn't it? Yep, it sure is. You've just been listening to Alistair on the show. You know, he's, he's a great guy. We, ne- yeah. we need to get people like that in Parliament. Um, this is incredible. Else? Like, Can I just say, this is... When I wanted this to eventually become militant, I didn't see it happening so quickly. But all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. like, we have, like candidates a good few candidates i none of them none of them will win without enormous support and by that we'll need to like just send battle buses in and just like hurl abuse 24 hours a day seven (laughs) days a week yeah well i think our slogan for this campaign should be so much for the kind of gentler politics because (laughs) we offered them kindness we offered the reactionaries the establishment kindness and they threw it back in our faces yeah they didn't want to called us scum nazis uh worse than nazis according to chris addison and his mate um we um we sort of like you know fuck that we need to attack the liberal democrats we need to attack the conservatives we've already started on the on the real politics haven't we (laughs) yeah well if people in the labor party try and undermine our campaign we need to fuck them up too like yeah um, like beyond the conservative party we need to attack the media yeah like the media are the the other antagonist in this you've probably the second biggest Polly Toynbee writing in her column today in The Guardian. No, it wasn't today, but it was a couple of days ago, um, just after the election was announced. She was like, um, yeah, just just basically pouring scorn on Labour, like, you know, saying they got haven't got a chance, saying they sort of deserve it. Um, Simon Jenkins celebrating that he, he thinks it will destroy the left if we leave... Uh, lose the election and that will be worthwhile uh, so yeah we, we do we do need to keep on criticizing these people but we will be out there throughout the election season the real politic team will be disseminating the propaganda we'll be putting the message across uh, audio doing... content tweet content visual content it's all yeah. going out there Tom's like retweet, get it all out now yeah, you may have seen uh, Tom's unofficial Labour Party political broadcast that he did. Um, Soon to be official Labour Party. Party. Imagine that being broadcast six o'clock at night, BBC Two. And now I've time. Broadcast. Yeah, we need a bold <laughs> new radical direction. Like I, I think we need to put the Tim Farron and, and Gay Frogs message out there as much as possible. We need to put the Tim did Brexit message out there as much as possible. We need to hammer home the fact that the Lib Dems are fundamentally Tory enablers. Yeah, they'll side with them. If they're given the opportunity, they will they will go into coalition with them. They didn't... Haven't ruled it, they haven't ruled it out, have they? So That's they their dream, restrain. that's their existing point. They didn't restrain the Tories when they were in government with them. They gave them a functioning majority with which to push through repugnant policies yeah. which with which the Liberal Democrats, as subscribers to our clapped-out neoliberal status quo fundamentally agreed with completely absolutely completely 
like their whole purpose for existing is being this moderating force in a weak government. And that's their dream, being sort of the insidious maggot in whichever party is in government and sort of tidying up a few sort of pork barrel policies here and there. They can throw at their conference or whatever that, you know, we got this through, we got that through. While a government just goes hell for leather in a way that it could never do if it was going bill by bill. We are going to be turning our fire on the Liberal Democrats 24-7. We're going to be doing everything we can to destroy what little is left of Tim Farron's credibility, which, as our friend Matt Zarb cousin pointed out on LBC today, will be completely shot through by the end of the campaign. He might even go. I don't think, at the the heat that it's going so far, (laughs) 51 days put under the microscope and Absolute people fucking aren't going to like what they see. What has he got? He's got, I don't like Brexit. That's literally it. And everyone knows, anyone who's got any sense knows that the Lib Dems can't stop Brexit. No one can stop Brexit, but Labour can do the best to ameliorate the worst effects of us leaving the European Union. You know, shit, it could even turn out okay, if managed the right way. It's not going to be ideal, but this idea that we like could somehow harness the 16 million remain votes, which, by the way, is like the ultimate preserve of the fucking worst people, worst people <laughs> opening their mouth. It's like the remain vote is the separate voting block that somehow we could arrange this best for British, best for Britain coalition, and then just subvert the 17 million people that voted for leave exactly. it's, like just, it's still it's, yeah. it's still a minority it's I mean, you still do that, a minority man. you do that and you just you immediately just like destroy the party you just you you pitch the party at the contempt of the majority of people who voted for brexit and it's just game over then so it's just not the way to go yeah no and yet it's being held up as like this hobby horse for people who wouldn't actually like want to see the effects of what would happen if and, such and, a stupid yeah. thing was widely attempted, but just and kind this, of want to yeah. stick to this principle. Exactly. So, and it's have... also, yeah, oh, sorry, 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 it's, sorry, it's, sorry. Sort of, it's sort of sort of the case of Labour really need to hammer this home that this is not election, this is not the Brexit election. There is so much more at stake. We, we yeah. can't, and it's, and it's, it's about Labour having to try and fight back against us and say this is not the Brexit election. There's so much more at stake. Because yeah. that's what's happening. Theresa May, as Already. well as Already. the Tories' core vote, she's hoovering up single-issue voters. And if you look at some of the people who the Tories are hoovering up at the moment, it's pretty frightening. Uh, Tommy Robinson, formerly of the EDL, has oh, confirmed that he'll be oh. wo- uh, voting for the Conservative Party this time round. Um, I'm, I even heard somebody say that the EDL have endorsed the Tories, because obviously the EDL wow. is a party that puts forth candidates, but I don't know if that's actually true. So, um, But it does speak for the kind of direction the Tories are taking. It's this kind of chest-thumping nationalism that seeks to kind of silence any dissent. And let's not go for these kind of spurious comparisons to Leninism. That's absolute fucking tripe. Like, yeah, pathetic. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's just it's the next nonsense. step after, like, what's Steve Bannon is a Leninist. You're like, oh, yeah, just exactly. Fuck off. Yeah, so don't, don't let the right appropriate Lenin. Let's let's not have that happen. Let's call the Tories' new strategy out for what it is, fascism. Completely. 
Absolutely. And they are hoovering up that 17 million vote on leave. Like, that's their tactic. And even if everyone hoovers up the Remain votes, that's still about a million gap in between. And there isn't a sway between parties really on that. Not necessarily. I mean, obviously, a lot of Labour voters, not the majority, voted for leave. But in an actual election with a probably lower turnout, you're going to have so many leave voters from UKIP who have collapsed in support from the far right who are just joining in with their natural party. So we need to offer something different, something entirely different, because 17 million is a majority in the country at all. But it's a 17 million single issue mandate. And that's the problem. And uh, as Corbyn said in the first speech of his campaign, that he's not going to scapegoat the migrants. He's not going to scapegoat the person on benefits or anything like that. He's going to call out the people who are rigging our system for who they are, which is the corrupt politicians, the rapacious financiers. These are the people who we need to go after. And, you know, who was it who said some... Was it Peston? Some kind of soppy journo mm, said, Peston. this is the first time I've seen this kind of open class war rhetoric in politics. And it's like, no, no, Rob, like, <laughs> there is class war rhetoric in politics every second of every day. But in the war, it's, it's coming from the other side. It's coming from the people who want to crush the working class. And this is the first time in living memory basically that somebody is articulating um a real alternative to our failed economic and social and political status quo yeah and that's what the country needs to realize like i know it's come suddenly but the case needs to be listen this is the point we're at this huge says between two eras as we leave the european union and go into a whole other world This is the transformative point. What the Conservatives will do over the next few years will transform Britain. It will remove absolutely everything you held dear and thought was just assumed. But with Labour, there could be enormous change because everything that stays in now will go. It either advances or it collapses. And Labour needs to make the case that this isn't just validating, you know, some kind of administration in Brussels, some kind of negotiations of what gets hammered out. This is a turning point for the entire country. And what we need to offer is just the most glowing, radical, transformative vision. Yeah, and we need to make the case that it's not that we should simply vote for Labour and for Jeremy Corbyn to be Prime Minister because he's the least worst option. It's not just because Theresa May is so bad. We should genuinely feel excited yeah these are good policies for the first time in a very long time that labor are actually putting forward like consistently very good like they're yeah. worth fighting for and yeah it's it's yeah it's so it's worth gonna, achieving absolutely if if you decide to vote for the conservative party uh, in off, this election, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, yeah. That's that's the manner manner of saying it. Especially but, if you're, especially for fucking Dan Hodges going. When someone went to him, <laughs> Dan, you, are you still voting Tory? Yeah, literally, Dan. You know what? Fuck off, mate. You yeah, are. <laughs> he's, he's just a clueless 
fucking fit cunt, isn't he? I, I mean, I genuinely thought he was a Tory for the entirety of the Ed Miliband. And now ever. we fucking know. <laughs> and if he was, he was so right wing when he was attacking Ed Miliband that I thought he was a Tory. Like, yeah, there's naturally he'd be voting for the Tories uh, in the just a whole that. career trying to wind up mummy. It's pathetic. <laughs> Well, oh, mummy, look. From, oh, oh, I'm actually from, a Blair right now. And she's just sat off with a fucking Oscar. Who spend their entire career trying to fuck mummy. Yeah. It's but, it's a pathological thing. Um, but on the other hand, um, yeah, but, but no, but what I was saying was, like, if you vote Tory, it's not just a difference of opinion. You're voting for people to die. Like, for Tories welfare policies have been investigated by the UN Human Rights Commission. They were found to be in violation of human rights, the way that disabled people have been treated under the Conservative government. At the time of the last general election, I imagine it's gone up by now, you had 2,000 people who had died after being declared fit for work by the Conservative Party. You know, the, these policies kill people. Yeah. Like, they, they are the most appalling, repugnant policies. If you look at Theresa May's record, her voting record, if you look at Tim Farron's even, they have passed through some of the most backwards, repugnant legislation in British political history. And it's not just that we have a chance to say fuck you to these people, but it's that we have a chance to install something genuinely good as the alternative. Yeah, for, it's, it doesn't feel like it's the arm or the leg, like in 2015, where I literally feel like, okay, am I going to go for the arm or the leg? Leg, yeah. Tory, arm, leg. But actually, it's, it's, that's why it's so gut-wrenching that it's being pitched as kind of being, like, you know, that it is, that if Labour go down, they go down badly, but on such a great set of policies and it's 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 yeah. gonna be cruel but this is why comrades if you hear us please come rally come rally <laughs> the struggle for the, ty- yeah. for the tyrants <laughs> fear your might but we yeah come on come on our cowards will flinch traitors will sneer <laughs> but yeah red flag we'll... flying here i think we have to close it out with the red flag like a booming version of the red flag definitely I think we're sailing on that kind of vibe. Well, should we should we all start singing it to sign everyone off? All right, oh Christ, we, no! Everyone, everyone will leave. <laughs> we're riding on fame here. We won't. We wouldn't even be able to sing it at the same time because of the delay. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, we we will be uh, keeping you, our dear listeners. We will be keeping you topped up with good content. With you know obscenely pro-labour stuff just the most brazen propaganda I mean, don't I expect new ones like we're not a debating society <laughs> <laughs> not debating societies like we uh, although, although we're a we vanguard may, for labour definitely we, we may <laughs> we may be having a guest from the right of the labour oh. party coming oh. on the show soon I know, I know, we don't do debate, but in a general election, we are technically on the same side. And it's a United Front episode. We're building United bridges, episode. and then we're fucking burning them as soon as we win. <laughs> <laughs> we, we look forward to that. Anyway, and we've also got some great guests from 
our wing of politics coming up soon. Uh, tomorrow, Tom and I are going up to Dawn Foster's to record an episode with her, which should be great. Dawn's one of our favourite journalists currently in the game. In um, the whole scene, although we've the... got more coming up with, obviously, the boy Zab making his debut in The Guardian. Of course, yeah, that is to be celebrated, and we'll be having Matt on the show as well. Matt's our cousin, Corbin's former press spokesperson. Uh, he'll be coming on the show to, you know, basically big up the Labour Party, because, you know, who else is going to do it? Like, <laughs> just us, with our fucking podcast. Like, this is pathetic, but okay. <laughs> we'll take Guardian. it. We've got 770 followers and we're fucking coming for you. (laughs) We're fucking gaining them by the fucking day, man. Why can't these fucking pricks from The Guardian, the fucking new statesmen, go as hard as we do? These fucking melts, they've got all the power in the fucking world and they just sit there twiddling their thumbs just saying, oh, I love elections, especially when the Tories win. (laughs) Fucking pricks. Fucking pricks. Fuck. (laughs) Ah! <laughs> all right all right sorry i had an alex jones moment <laughs> yeah oh god i i think there may be more alex jones type uh style out uh kind of rants on the show in, in the coming weeks and stuff i can see it just particularly jack i can just imagine just kind of uh... the horseshoe be... theory is absolutely correct good. <laughs> i'm looking god, forward like... i'm i'm nervous but i'm also excited for the coming weeks because Hey, as, well. as Corb said today, when he ran for the in 2015, it was 200 to one shot. Yeah, anything can happen, but you and have Gordon to get Butler out of there. Said, you have to unite. You know, that was a mic drop. <laughs> yes, boom. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So, uh, oh, and we'll be having our friend Jude at Jude in London on Twitter on the show to talk about the election as well. Yes. And like, that will be great because Jude has some of the fieriest takes on Twitter. And <laughs> you need to follow her if you're not already. Absolutely fucking seize off turfs. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you've got Jude on your side, like, you, like you'll be okay. But if she's um, like the papal banner in Medieval Wars. <laughs> she'll like that as well because she's a Catholic. Boom. <laughs> oh, and fuck, okay, we've got to shout out our boy Max Shanley, who will be having on the show to talk about his hero, Tony Benn. Yeah. I know. He was great friends with and has written, uh, you know, very movingly about, and we'll be discussing Ben's life, Ben's ideas, and what Ben means to Max. I mean, it could turn into a full series. Like, <laughs> I think we just... Like, we take a day, we even take two days, and we just don't stop. And then we just yeah. put it all together and release it as a box set. We just all, like, f- fucking just, like, rent hotel room, just camp out. <laughs> just, like, just a, a load of smack. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of Big Tone, few candles. <laughs> okay, alright. We'll, we'll uh, leave it on that note then. We're going to be broadcasting throughout the general election. We'll be bringing you more real politic. We'll be bringing you video content, thanks to Tom. We'll be bringing you fiery tweets and <laughs> much more. <laughs> I'll be writing as well during the election, uh, deadlines permitting, and yeah, content. It's going to be coming your way. Uh, <laughs> ho- hopefully a conservative government won't be. Fingers crossed. Solidarity, oh, fucking comrades. Corbin, yeah. Corbin, 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 the fucking boy, man. <laughs> Solidarity forever, comrades. Solidarity.